Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' top 8 movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top 8 list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore 8 underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. I am Owen Morgan, and I'm sat down with my co-host, Jessica Rose-Johnson, where we talk all about film through the power of Top 8 lists. We've been doing this for a while now. Thank you so much, everybody, that's giving us their lists to share on the show, because as you know, this new format is we share four lists, industry, mine, Jess, and a guest listeners list. So keep an eye out, come on Instagram, suggest topics, send me a list, and we can include it in the show. Uh, but Jess, we are really excited today, aren't we? Because we are doing movie franchises today. So we're going to get a lot of films covered because you know, there's so many in each one. So, yeah, it's just going to be epic. I'm really excited for this one because some of my biggest passion are the things that I give the most time to because I have to watch so many of them. So, yeah, how are you feeling about this? Because I know you're you're a franchise girl too. This is, so besides, based on true story movies, this is my favorite. I, I love stories that just kind of continue. So this was probably the hardest list I've ever created. And I'm so excited we're gonna be able to give love to so many different franchises. And it'll be really exciting to see what our listeners and audience, what kind of franchises they like as well. So I'm excited, this is gonna be great. Definitely, I think, yeah, I don't know about you, but it gives me the sense of like, when it's a film series I'm really interested in, it's like there's a level of compa- compassion. That's so compassion. There's a level of passion there and also like investment, kind of like you're investing in the characters, you look forward to what they do next. And even though, yeah, it's just films, there's more to life. It's like, well, no, it's like when the next one in the series come out the following year, I think it's really nice to have that kind of connection and relationship with an ongoing thing. I think it takes it to a whole other level. Why, how, why do you like it so much, do you think? I think when I think that's a great one, like being connected, invested to the characters. I like that the stories don't. I say the stories don't really end, right? They kind of keep going because sometimes you watch a movie and it's an hour and a half, two hours, and you're like, "That's it. I want more. I, I I want more. Give me more." So with franchises, it's the oh, I got more. I was given more, and it kind of makes me think of long running TV shows where I do all joke and be like, these are my friends. Like I've been invested. I'm following their lives and their stories and I'm connected and I keep watching because there's something that I'm connected with or there's something I get out of the show. So that's what I think about franchises. Yeah, that connection to the character, but the story kind of continues and you get more than just that hour and a half, two hours of time, so. Yeah, definitely, I so agree with that one, I'm sure. People out there must be resonating on some level with this because when you're really into something too, you know, it's people that look, they're really into stuff. And it's, I love watching them talking about it. It's really cool. So, yeah, this isn't, there's no right or wrong here today, just pure passion. Uh, so, as always, on the show, we, like I said, we look at the full list. So, Jess is going to read out the industry one in the second. Then I'll do mine, just do hers. And then uh, Lynn is sharing her list with us today. And then, obviously, at the end of this episode, once you've listened, head over to Instagram, you'll be able to vote for your favorite list. And then we'll collect. You know, collect all the data and on our anniversary episode. So the next one is uh, 
episode 20 in this case you can come here about all the results of all the different episodes and who won and what the tally is and it'd be really fun um so yeah check out episode 20 the anniversary edition so let's jump in uh there's quite a few that cross over between lists i'm really excited to see where they sit that's gonna be really fun today um the ones that are similar so i hand over to you jess so we're looking at industry so this is uh not imdb scores this time this is box office take so yeah if you could read out the box office number that'd be really cool too um and then we'll see we'll see how it unfolds so quick little bit of housekeeping so the rough rules for this i realize i hadn't put it on the spreadsheet but the rules for this are three or more we're looking for three or more movies ideally um and if it's a big franchise you can pull things out of it so for avengers for example you could take iron man out as a separate series bond you could take one actor's collection out so we're allowing that just in case people are like what the hell you can separate out which is really really cool i think that's mostly it for housekeeping on this to be honest they're the main two but let's do this jess let's crack on with box office take um, highest grossing franchises of all time in the eighth spot avengers team movies with 2.619 billion number seven dc all movies 2.65 billion in the sixth spot batman with 2.7 billion five is harry potter with 2.8 billion in the fourth spot spider-man with 3.3 billion in the third spot, the live action Disney with 3.4 billion. In the number two spot, Star Wars, 5 billion. And in the number one spot, the Avengers Cinematic Universe with 11.6 billion. What a jump. <laughs> Yeah, thanks so much for that. And yeah, that is absolutely obscene difference between one and two. Um, I mean, it's not a surprise, obviously, with Avengers. And it's sad. I'm sad for DC. DC is nowhere near it. So um, I guess that says it all. But yeah, let's jump into it. What we tend to do with the entry once it's his first time listening is um, me and Jess will just share a few little thoughts about the list. And on ours, obviously, we'll, we'll pitch our list to show you that it's the best. But yeah, looking at this one, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I think I probably could have guessed most of that. The live action Disney is very interesting, isn't it? Number one, I didn't know that was an actual franchise. I knew they'd obviously released stuff like Beauty and the Beast and um, Jungle Book and Aladdin and all that kind of good stuff. But I didn't realize it was a franchise. I guess it is, yeah. So that's done really well for itself in, what, a decade or so, um, which is really, really cool. I haven't seen many of them, to be honest with you. Um, all the other stuff, Avengers, yeah, of course. Star Wars, obviously. Spider-Man, yeah, he's, he's going to be the most watched superhero for sure. Harry Potter is a no-brainer, right? Um, surprised Batman's done as well as it has, to be honest. Um, it's good. I'm surprised. And, yeah, and DC's in there. I, it's, it's it's good. It's not, like, exciting me too much. It doesn't feel like, oh, wow. It's just, like, wow. It's just not. It just is, isn't it? It's just, there it is. What are your thoughts? I don't know if I make any sense. It's just, it's not making me that excited. I, I think that's a good way to put it. It's like, oh, there, you know, there it is. Those are all great franchise movies. I am... I'm like blown away about how much of a jump, like you could almost add the other seven up and it like just barely comes out above Avengers, the cinematic universe, 11.6 billion. But there's such a great following and there's so many different stories and movies to go with it. And I'm, yeah, same thing, the live action Disney. I thought, oh, I don't really consider that a franchise, but I guess it kind of is. Um, I have seen almost all the live action Disney that come out, but I do love Disney movies too, so. Um, it's interesting 
the the um it's interesting the characters specific like spider-man and batman and where they placed but for the most part i'm like yeah these are all great franchises it's hard to narrow them down but uh i think i got some better ones in my list <laughs> yeah there's certainly stuff on your list that i'm surprised it isn't on that one i'm very surprised by some of them but i'm not going give, to give it away because that'd be very sad but yeah it, very surprised so th th there's some crossover guys i'm gonna do mine next there's some crossover but i have to say um i think our lists are better all three of us uh mm -hmm. so let's find out exactly why so mine's got one two three four five films that aren't on that list we just did so there we are what a good start right so i'm going to go through the list i'm probably going to I've decided, Jess, because we've been practicing, I'm going to pitch each film as I go, rather than doing it at the end. I'm I think you do that. I think it works really well. That's what we'll do. So this one is going to be on anybody's list. It's completely random, but I, I had to have a Jason Statham in here because I love him with all my heart and soul. Um, he feels like the cool version of me. He's got the same haircut, same beard. He's much more hardcore than I am, better fighter. Um, I just love him so much. So it's the Transporter series. So that's him just you, you, usual thing, kicking ass, protecting people. He drives, uh, he's like a limo driver, come assassin type character. And I just love him so much. Love all of them. The first three, this is, and then it switches actors. Still good, but it's the Statham collection. Let's put it that way. I'll leave it there because I'm sure a lot of people won't go and watch it. But honestly, it's great. Go check it out. In seventh place, I'm surprised this wasn't on industry, which is Mission Impossible. So all the cruisy films, um, I think they're solid, solid spy movies. Um, whatever you think about him, he's brilliant in it. He does all his own stunts from a technical standpoint behind the scenes. It's unbelievable what he does. And, you know, there's lots of cliche in it. And I like that. Nice bit of clicheing and lots of lots of pumpy action. So Mission Possible had to go in. X-Men, um, superhero wise, I think that should have done a lot better than should be at least in the top 10, if not top eight. But yeah, all the X-Men's are great. Love all the character development in that. I think a lot of people that don't watch superhero films mention to me how they like X-Men, which I find really interesting. They seem to see X-Men as like a separate, more classy thing to watch than the other ones. I don't know why that might be. The latest ones especially, they're much more dramatic, um, like the Wolverine ones recently and all that. So I think X-Men deserves love because it seems to be one for non-superhero fans, which is really cool. Speaking of superhero cheesiness, Spider-Man is in there. That's my number fit, number five. Um, more so Andrew Garfield and then Tom Holland. I don't. Everyone tells me off for saying I'm not too keen on Tobey Maguire ones. They're like, what? How dare you? But I love Garfield. Tom Holland's fantastic. And I love how he's been intertwined with the Avengers um, universe as well. So I just love it. I think he's amazing. Uh, fourth place, bought the Bourne series. Uh, didn't seem to be getting mentioned much here today. But all the Bourne films are great. The ones he's in, obviously, I think it's four of the five that he's in. Um, Matt Damon's great. It was kind of the first time, we said last week, or the week, yeah, last week, the first time they did the whole, you know, who am I? What? How, have I have, how do I have all these skills? I have no memory. So it set the tone for years to come. And I think they're really, really good. Third place, the top three was so hard. I sat there for ages. I was like, oh, gosh. So I put John Wick at free. I just, I love this film so much. And I get so excited when a new one's coming up. I get so excited when I know there's another one. He is amazing. The fight scenes are unbelievable. The choreography is amazing. The music's great. Just the atmosphere and the tone is awesome. The fact the first series is about avenging his dog. Can't go wrong with that. Um, really, really love that. 
and I just love it. In second place is the Avengers team movie. So what that means is is Avengers Endgame, Infinity War, Assemble, all of those. So when they bring them all together, I just get so excited when they all they're all there at the same time and it's just so epic. Oh my god, there's so and so, there's so and so, my my little nerdy geek boy just I just love it so much. I love all of them. I could take Iron Man out. That's fine. But I think all of those films, where they come together, I just think are absolutely epic pieces of cinema. So they had to. And I'm probably going to get absolutely annihilated and grilled and taken the piss out for this. But Fast and Furious is number one. And I know that makes me a bad movie watcher. I know. But there's been 10 of them. I can't wait for part two of Fast 10. I just love the cheesiness and the crappy lines and why are there cars coming out of planes with parachutes? For fuck's sake, what the hell? So good. Apart from the bit when they put a car on a spaceship and go to space, I had to just close my eyes for that. Pretend it didn't happen. But the rest of it, yeah, why not do that with cars if you can? The fact they can even film that stuff absolutely blows my mind and deserves brownie points for that so i'm sorry everybody but fast and furious is number one so if you're a big uh fnf fan then you know my list is the best for that reason so i'll leave it there lots of pitching hope you enjoyed that but i would say that it's definitely better than the industry list jess what are your thoughts i am not surprised that you have jason statham on there and i actually as you were talking about it i was like he's kind of like your your movie person right like i have my movie person which uh She's actually coming up in an episode, so, you know, we can share more then. But I, as soon as you were describing, I was like, yeah. And I, I've seen the Transporter series. I think it's a lot of great franchises and gave love to some that some were surprising. It, I, I'm still blown away by the, the top eight as far as block, uh, block, Blockbuster, no. Box office. Box office. <laughs> thing. I was like, wrong, B. I'm still blown away by the box office numbers with some of these. But I'll also say... I watched a John Wick movie all the way through finally. So I'll happily share that. Okay. Well, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so I, I like the di- the diversity in your, you got a lot of good action and yeah, I think, it, I think it's a good list. I like it. No hate, no hate on my end, but a uh, tough call. I had to narrow it down to eight too. I'm sure it was just as hard for you as it was for me. <laughs> Yeah, I felt a little bit bad because it is very actiony. The things that's just the genre I love. So I feel sad that I couldn't put in other things which are a bit more um, low key, bit let little, little bit more dramatic in a different way. But hey, we've got to be true to ourselves, aren't we? I'm an I'm an action film guy, so at least it's true to me, isn't it? So um, I can't wait to hear yours. So let's dive into your one next and see where there's any crossovers. Well, I am sad that there is not one on my list that is yours, and it was a tough call. Um, so I'll, I'll cheat and say my number nine would be X-Men, but <laughs> my number eight is the Star Trek series, and it's so hard to pick a specific series. I'd say that Chris Pine, the most recent one, I like how they had, if I had to pick a specific Star Trek series, I like how they took the old films and tweaked the story just enough to where it completely changed to where now they can do so much more with the storyline. I think that's so fun, but I love, 
I guess like kind of the sci-fi space stuff. Really great. My number seven is Fast and the Furious. Mm. A great series, just as you said. I I was in love with Paul Walker. And I just, I don't know, it, it hit me at the right time in my life and just super fun. Like I said, there's definitely some cheesy scenes, but for the most part, just really fun. And I love the the message, you know, like family, you know, protecting family, being there for family. Um, number six, Indiana Jones. Uh, as I'm creating my list, I feel like I got to say this. If, if I'm thinking of like, I want to sit down and watch an entire movie series, like these are the ones that come to my mind. So it's kind of where I went, like Indiana Jones. Oh, yes, I could watch those all the time. I love the history aspect. He's searching for these historical pieces. And Harrison Ford's just another great actor. So really enjoy watching him. Could watch these over. My fifth spot is James Bond. I was a little surprised he wasn't in your list. And it's also another one that is very hard. But my favorite James Bonds are Sean Connery, uh, Pierce Bronson, and Daniel Craig. Can't have like a favorite. I love all three of them. I grew up closer with watching Pierce Bronson and Sean Connery's, but again, just fun stories, you know, the spies, the action, the love, really good. My fourth spot is Hunger Games. I love the Hunger Games. I love the resilience, the endurance, and just the, the fight and the people, you know, and I just, I think it's so great. And I, I love all the costumes, everything's so pretty. Well, I mean, obviously there's spots that aren't so pretty, but I mean, it's just so beautifully done in the storyline. It was around that time where you got a lot of similar movies. So there's some other franchises that were similar to Hunger Games, but Hunger Games is my favorite. So the other ones didn't make the list. Lord of the Rings is my number three spot. That's another one. As long as it is, I would happily sit and watch the entire series in one Sunday. I've actually done that with my dad a few times growing up. And it just, I don't know. I guess it was right, right age, the, the mythicalness, the stories behind it. And they were able to release some more stories. This is definitely a series of movies that I watched all the director's commentary on as well. So I know a lot of fun facts. My number two spot did make in the industry top eight, and it's Harry Potter. I was not team Harry Potter when it came out, I will say that, but it grew on me and I actually read the book series and I just, I really enjoy, I really enjoy the movies. They're good to connect with. In fact, I just recently went to a friend's daughter's birthday party that was Harry Potter themed. And if you have not watched Harry Potter, I'd be shocked, but I was dressed up as Bellatrix Lestrange. Most people don't believe it, I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> My number one spot is Star Wars. Hands down, Star Wars, my number one. It's really hard to pick a favorite Star Wars. I have a favorite movie kind of in each section. So I love Return of the Jedi and the original series. Clone Wars is my favorite and the, the prequel series. And I haven't really, I'm sure I have go back and watch them like really trying to dig deep to find a favorite, but I even love the one-off stories that Star Wars has come up with like Rogue One and the Han Solo stories. I just, hands down, favorites, take it or leave it. I hope you enjoy my list, but I'm sure there's many of people who would sub a, sub a movie out here and there. So what are you thinking? How do you feel about my list of, uh, yeah, what I love about your list is the classic nature of it yours is a lot it's a lot 
classica, if that's even a word, the more obvious ones, the more that the more the ones with the bigger audiences, you know, for all the family, for all ages, you know what I mean? Was mine's much more probably guys in their 20s and 30s, you know what I mean? So it that's what I love about yours is it's just, yeah, it's for everyone. I think that will really help. I think your top three, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I mean, if that doesn't swing the votes your way, I don't know what will. You know, absolute classics and so many hearts. So I, I kind of already resigned myself to losing at this point, uh, which is oh. fine. And you've only got one that matches my list, which is really cool. I love that. That means, you know, we're looking at 15 different franchises here, which is really fun. So let me just go through them. Yeah, because there's nothing in there that I don't like, which is, isn't that sure how many there are? They didn't quite make my list, but I really like them. So I think of all the ones you've got there, what would be my ninth? I think James Bond would be ninth for me. Didn't quite get in. And then probably, I might even go for Hunger Games, actually, after that. And then Star Trek. Yeah, look, I really like the Star Treks, for sure. Um, I'm not such a spacey guy, hence why I don't have Star Wars either. I'm not a space guy. I think that's the problem. Uh, Fast and Furious, obviously. Yeah. Indiana Jones, that's my childhood right there. So many of them in my childhood. Um, I have no idea why that's not crossed my my path in this list, but there you go. James Bond, love it. Daniel Craig is amazing. Um, and it's number nine. Hunger Games, you know, I always think about you know, the team movie stuff. And there's so many of the team movies that I like. But now I'm 40, I'm like, I'm not allowed to say that I like team <laughs> movies. Um, so, yeah, I love I love all the Hunger Games. And you're right, wasn't it like um, around the time, was it Divergent? And mm-hmm. there's some other ones as well, if I remember rightly. Uh, I feel like they're part runner. of the universe. Was it, yeah, Divergent, Maze Runner, Hunger Games. There was another one, too. Yeah, I think Divergent had a second, yeah, there's a second film. What was that called? So Divergent had four books. And the reason why they would never make it on my top eight list is because they only filmed three of the movies. So if you go in like a whole spiel, not going to do it. But that's what breaks my heart about Divergent is they never finish the story. You're left. Like, I need the fourth one to count. So there's well, hopefully, that. Uh, hopefully a film company or director will, you know, in a few years go, no, I'm going to write this wrong. <laughs> it should be really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings. You know, I do really like Lord of the Rings. I, I do, The fantasy stuff, I struggle a bit. Like, it's, it's really fantasy. I don't know why my brain can't do it. I think it's a similar thing with space, I suppose um harry potter i do like it but i i wouldn't watch it again that's my logic what i would i would watch all my stuff again and i i with harry i just watch it the once with my stepson um i don't know why i can't explain it maybe it's because i'm not much of a reader and i think it's all tied in and there's a lot of passion in around that but i'm not really much of a reader so but i do yeah i do like them i could be trying to spin it because i like them um and then yeah star wars absolutely epic but space gate we'll call it space gate for me it's a space gate thing um so yeah no i love it i think it's i think your list is better than mine which sounds ridiculous because it's that's my list but you know what i mean i think it's yeah. it connects more and yours is 100 percent better than the industry one in, in many ways so um so yeah i love it well done so that well, was uh list c everyone when you're voting later uh, but B might be your preference. You know, just saying. That's me. Uh, B is action-packed. Cool. So I I bet B might get some love from our listener even who submitted yeah. her list because I know she loves the action-packed movies. Yes, Lynn loves action. 
Um, so yeah, let's take a look at Lynn's next. So I'll I'll go through this. Um, I haven't really got many notes from Lynn on this one, so but I know her well enough to know why she would pick some of these things. So that's really nice. It's nice that my friends are doing this because I know them well, which really helps. So the eighth place, we've got Bruce Willis in the Die Hard series. So no matter what you think about each one, whether one or two is better, whatever, I think I'm surprised it's not come up yet today, actually. Um, and I'm happy to see it in there because it, it's a classic from my uh, my late late childhood teens time. Yeah, in around that. And in seventh place, we have the Muppets, which is really fun. We needed a fun, family-friendly bundle of joy epicness that is the Muppets. So um, thank you, Lynn. I'm so glad that's in there. And in sixth place, we've got Riddick, which is the Vin Diesel um, franchise of films. I'm trying to now think what the different subtitles of it are. But I have, I think I've watched most of the Riddick films, um, and I do like Vin Diesel. But yeah, I know she. I know Lynn loves Vin Diesel, so it's totally logic this will be on the list. Um, I haven't got much to say about that. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit in a moment. Uh, then in fifth place, we've got Star Trek. So that's matching uh, Jess's number eight. That's really cool. She's got Fast and Furious. Um, she doesn't love it quite as much as me, but she loves it an insane amount. So I'm really happy that it got to her fourth place. Now for a bit of nostalgia. It's nice to see some nostalgia pop up here today. So let's head back to the 80s, early 90s. And it's the Backs of the Future series, which is really, really cool. And that brings a big smile to my face because, again, it's childhood action and it's very good. The second place is The Matrix, um, which I realize has barely been mentioned today, which is kind of crazy. If you did this list 15 years ago, I think most people would be having Matrix on their list. I mean, time has passed and more things have arrived. But, yeah, it makes all sense Matrix be on there. Um, and in first place, I knew this was going to happen. It's John Wick. She absolutely loves Keanu. She adores John Wick movies. We talk about it all the time. We share stories of our John Wick adventures. Um, and she's even now started watching The Continental on Amazon Prime, uh, the spin-off TV show. She said that's quite good too, so I need to watch that. But yeah, I'm I'm more than happy for her to have John Wick at the top. Absolutely fine by me. So before I share any more on that, what's your what's your thoughts so far on Lynn's list here today? So a couple of them surprised me on her list, knowing that she's a big action person. The Muppets, I didn't even think about the Muppets. Um, I, I too am a Vin Diesel fan. So I didn't, like, I wasn't even thinking of Riddick when it was up there. I was like, how many movies are in the Riddick series? Riddick is a series? But that's a good one. Also kind of spacey on that one. Star Trek, good. Fast and Furious. Back to the Future. I I love the original, but I can't think of the rest of them in the series. Like I think I kind of watched them maybe once, and I can't even think of like the storyline really in the rest of them. But that's a good throwback classic. I'm with you, like The Matrix. If you took, maybe that would be like a fun list, right? Like you can't count movies from the last like decade, and then coming up with a list from there because that would take out a lot of the Avengers and DC that. I think those franchises sometimes cloud these good franchises that we don't even think about, but we're still great. And does not surprise me about John Wick being number one. And hopefully, hopefully when talk about how I actually watched a John Wick movie all the way through from start to finish, you know, maybe I'll win some cool points with Lynn. Yeah, thank you for all that. And yeah, it's Back to the Future. It's, it's one and two. So people debate whether one and two is better. And then three, if I'm not mistaken, I should do my research, but if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the one that's Western. It's based, it's like got a Western theme to it. 
um, if I remember rightly. It didn't do as well, but hey, it had three films, so it qualifies to be on this list. Um, and yeah, and I don't blame us, absolute classic. Uh, so yeah, really, really thank you very much, Lynn, for that. It's, it's a really nice mix here today, actually, and I'm, I'm going to be absolutely fascinated to see how people are going to vote for this. I think age may play a part, gender will definitely play a part here today, I think, as well. So it'll be really interesting to see, because I've I got a good idea of the kind of people that listen regularly. A lot of them I know, so it's hard to know how they're gonna how they're gonna pick. And this is your chance to do that very thing. So you hit listen to the episode, so now is your time to head over to Instagram. There is a poster on my feed uh, for this A, B, C, and D with our names next to it. Pop your vote in the comments, but the letter's fine. The first twenty four hours you can vote on Instagram stories too, and there's no you know you can it can be a week from now just the, it will be there in the feed. So don't feel like you have to have the show for straight away. Take your time. Think it through. It's an important decision. Um, and we'll share all the, result, the results on episode 20, the anniversary edition. Should be really, really fun. We revealed in the last episode that Jess won the first um, of the ones that we did. So I haven't told her since, though, what else has happened. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it from you as well, Jess. Keep it very exciting, oh. <laughs> uh, which is great. But a bit of housekeeping. I noticed that people were voting for me, my friends at work, and they don't listen to the show yet they're planning to and so you're not allowed to vote for me unless you've listened to the show which you won't hear me say if you don't listen to the show so so everybody knows if people vote for me and i know they haven't listened i scratch it off the record it doesn't exist all right so you can vote for me for fun but it will not be included you have to listen to the episode please thank you but thank you very much very kind so that wraps up today jess so how do you feel i felt like this was the most exciting list yet. But actually, on reflection, it was really good. But I'm realising that I loved all the previous episodes as well. So actually, I don't think there's any particular episode that's going to shine because I think all of it's been awesome so far in the whole series that we've done. I, I've i really in, enjoyed all these chats. And the more we talk about the movies and you know just bringing that love and appreciation out. But I will say that this is going to be one of my favourites because I love franchises so much. So um, I'm really excited to see what our audience likes and what they vote, because I think our lists are just diverse enough to really get a sense of a feel. And I like all the lists. I think all the series are great series. I've actually seen all, like, I haven't seen all the John Wick movies, okay? But I've seen all the, all the movies in these series, so it, that's pretty exciting, too. So I didn't end up with like a movie or a franchise I hadn't heard of before. So that's also really fun. So I can get behind and support all the movies and everyone's lists. And it'll just be, again, exciting to see where our listeners yeah. fall when they vote. That's so true, actually. Yeah, because we might think of ourselves as sort of movie buffs. We've seen a lot. And then you realize there's so much we haven't seen because there's just billions of films. But you're right. Let me have a quick look. Okay. I've definitely seen a film or two of every single franchise listed here if not all of them there's probably a few that i've missed in some of these series that's pretty cool isn't it both of us have very much seen it all i think that gives us movie buff status i would say just about so oh my god i feel really proud feel proud tonight this is this is awesome so yeah go and make us proud by going to vote right now and in our next episode we'll be diving into natalie portman's top eight films which is really fun we're trying to mix it up with industry and like an actress and an actor directors um special edition episodes we're doing a spooky special coming up soon which is gonna be really fun 
Um, so yeah, we're really trying to mix it up for you guys. But if you have any ideas for like really cool, like really niche lists, you know, like um, Jess just said, you know, it could be like the best franchise or the best action, but you have to remove all superhero films. It'd be really fun, like a list where you have to, you're not allowed to have a certain category within a category. That'll make it really interesting and more fun. Well, even more fun for us to make the lists because I have to really think it through then rather than just going with what our heart already knows. So yeah, test us, guys. Give us stuff where our heart has to get ripped out in the process. That'd be great. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. And we will see you next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. Your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.